0: This is your Geek Explained extra review for Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I'm your host Eric Azana and with me, I have a very special guest, Jesse Pickering. Welcome back to the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> we just saw uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, it is currently one, a little after one in the morning as we're recording this and um overall no spoilers what did you think
1: oh man God, it was i i i really liked it okay like, like uh i feel like i need to watch it again in order to love it but like i feel like i'm gonna lean towards loving it gotcha gotcha it's, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty up there in my rankings
0: mm, okay we're gonna talk about that for sure <laughs> Um, I th- I think again no spoilers right now we're gonna get into it but uh, no spoilers there were definite problems that I had with the mm-hmm. film it's not perfect mm-hmm. I um, mean like all all like the new the
1: sequel trilogy I feel like some of them had their like few that they, they had their issues but overall absolutely. I still enjoyed them a lot for
0: sure yeah and I think that this one definitely um, fits in with those other films in this trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, um Do you think it ties up the Okay, I'll this will be a two-pronged question. Do you think it ties up the trilogy well? For this tri- for this sequel trilogy?
1: Overall story, yes.
0: Okay. Do you think it ties up the saga well? Because this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Mm.
1: <laughs> I still have a lot of questions okay
0: so no no <laughs> okay I, I kind of feel the same way um, I think that for telling the story that we started in um, Force Awakens all the way to uh, the Rise of Skywalker I think it makes sense for the arc certain characters I think were really kind of left by the wayside across <sighs> it and certain characters didn't get to I would say fulfill the potential that they kind of were established with in the in their previous appearances. Agreed. But overall, I think it's a it's a it's a Star Wars movie, man. It, I was kind of worried um, going into this. We talked about this uh, before we went and saw the movie. Um, I have stayed away from spoilers, but a lot of the first reactions from like YouTubers and like people on Twitter were very divided. Some people were like, oh, man, this is a great, like, bombastic, like, ending to the saga. This is fantastic. And other people were like, this is garbage. J.J. Abrams should be ashamed of himself. And I'm like, oh, God. So this is Last Jedi all over again. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. (laughs) And I was like, man, like, as someone who actually really enjoyed... The last jedi and we talked about it Mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to that episode of the podcast it dropped this week you should check it out it is a giant sized episode almost clocking in at four hours really Uh, yeah our conversation alone crap so you're you as the listener are getting a little peek behind the curtain here um our conversation was like three hours long and that was like one of four segments in the podcast oh no (laughs) so like we we went for a while but um, but it was a fun conversation and like and I've, I've gotten some pretty good feedback they were like, yeah, it was a little long but you guys had a fun time and that's, that's the goal but um, as someone who really liked Last Jedi with how divisive it was I feel like we're going to get a lot of that for this as well mm-hmm. um, but I think when it comes to uh, kind of tr- trying to tie Elements from Force Awakens to Last Jedi, because one of the big uh, comments about The Last Jedi was that, oh, man, you know, they just kind of threw everything out that J.J. had established in Force Awakens. Um, trying to, like, tie everything back together with a nice bow was going to be incredibly difficult. Yes. And in some some ways it really doesn't stick the landing but I would say in some ways it does mm-hmm. it absolutely does and it feels like a good uh, finale for I, this trilogy
1: yeah I, I feel like it it, tie, it ties up the bow better like they're, like I feel like it ties more bows more than it like fails like, I, I feel like there's more times where it's just like okay cool that's a good wrap up that's yeah. a good wrap up and then
0: sometimes it's just like
1: eh you need to explain that more, right?
0: Well, and and there are definitely things that they do I think need to explain more. But I feel like that's been kind of the the deal with all of the ends of the previous two trilogies as well. There are certain things where I'm like, okay, we you explained this, but I kind of also want to know about this this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, comparing those previous episodes, episode six and episode three, is this. Better than episode 3 Yes Is this better than episode 6
1: I feel I think I enjoy it more than 6 But I feel like
0: 6 Wraps up the bow of the story A a lot lot better better. than Agreed I I would agree The only thing that I think um, For me That um, episode 6 Which is Return of the Jedi For our layman's here um, Does better than Uh then episode nine is uh, there's no Yubnub song, in episode nine, <laughs> and I'm really offended because I'm, I'm just gonna spoil it. You see our Ewok friends, you yeah, see Endor.
1: Yeah, and well, and, it's, and there's it's no Yubnub, and it's not just the Ewok. Well, if we're going, where's my f- Yubnub? Are, are we going full on into spoilers?
0: Um, not yet. Not yet. Not okay. Yet.
1: Okay. Then I will. I will not say anything further.
0: But there's no yub Nub. There's no Yub nub. That's that's, that's imme- immediate F zero stars. <laughs> Needed more Yub nub. Zero
1: out of zero out of five. Would not recommend to a friend.
0: Would not recommend unless they hate Yub nub. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the uh, the treatment of certain characters, um, of specific characters, was well done. Mm-hmm. But other characters, I don't feel like were given enough time. And this movie moves. Like, yeah, it moves from I, planet I, to planet to planet to planet. I, I think
1: it's because they the, the introduced a lot of new characters that took up the time that would have been used for those characters.
0: Absolutely. There is a character that I don't think we necessarily needed in this film because they kind of replay a lot of the same tropes as previous characters. Um, but I think, uh, overall, I think the characters that were established for the most part were well taken care of, uh, with a couple of specific exceptions, Yep. but I think for the story that they were trying to tell across 7, 8, and 9, they did a good job, uh, wrapping that all up and really giving us a conclusion, whether or not, you know, that opens the door for other, um... For other stories to be told with these characters with this universe i think with the main conflict across this sequel trilogy they did a good job in concluding that yes so um with those thoughts out of the way we try to give you at least you know a few minutes we're just i'm looking at the I'm looking at the software here uh we're just over eight minutes so you got full eight minutes of non-spoilers <laughs> just our thoughts um, talking about um, what we thought of the film, spoiler-free. Uh, would you recommend people go see this?
1: Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Perfect.
0: I agree. So with that said, um, we are now going to go into spoiler territory. I'm going to give you a quick... This is your spoiler warning. Um, if I am... Uh, inclined I might throw up a fun little uh, spoiler warning noise so just be prepared for that. <laughs> um, I haven't edited this yet so um, if it pops up it pops up so this is your spoiler warning right here. Um, if you haven't seen the uh, the film yet pause this go watch the film come back we'll discuss uh, but for now we're gonna jump into spoiler territory in three, two, One, I can't believe. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) Insert hyperspace noise here.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah, so spoilers. Spoiler territory. We're going to talk about all of it. Um, What did you think of, I'm just going to throw the big bomb out there, Um, Ray. Ray being a Palpatine
1: oh my god that like i okay so there was this huge running theory for this one was that it was going to be revealed that she was a clone of someone yes long time and so i I was was talking about it yeah and i was like i was expecting that but i was not expecting just like your straight up normal process of family and just being straight up grandchild
0: Well, I remember back when Force Awakens first came out, there was a lot of speculation on who Rey's parents could be. And so they, like, put out all of the popular theories, and I subscribed to the idea that if you have an accent, you come from an accented, you know, family. Imperial. Yeah, ray's accent is very imperial mm-hmm. and they set and that set her apart from pretty much every other um star wars protagonist for at least the uh original trilogy and the sequel trilogy you yeah. you know they stuck with their american accents and were, ray was very specifically british And so the popular theories for me, I was like, she's either a Kenobi or possibly a Palpatine. I wanted her so bad to be a Kenobi. Your love for Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) is very well known throughout the galaxy. (laughs) And I would have loved for her to be a Kenobi, but I thought that it would have been so interesting if she was a Palpatine. And then I would have we never guessed that. And we kind of like got off the rails with, oh, your parents were, were, were just scavengers, and they sold you for the, cash. They were garbage. <laughs> uh,
1: and and like sneaking. Well, her. Then what does her? What was the vision that re- she received in the Last Jedi? What is it, What did it mean? The one where it's just like multiple copies of herself.
0: I'm not sure I would assume that what that was representing and this is reaching um, was that idea of um, be with me was of all of the other she represented within her all of the previous Jedi of the past. And so her being all of these different versions of herself, each one of them represented a former Jedi that she was now carrying the torch for.
1: Oh, and that would make a lot of sense for the
0: ending. Right, because all of them were different, but all of them now rested within her in the same way that all the Sith rested within Palpatine. Okay. So that, again, just spitballing just off the top of my head. uh, There's no thought behind this or no, like, Justification,
1: well, but, and like, and like, it's still like dark, The dark side visions are always super
0: weird, super weird. And, Like,
1: uh, looking back in Empire uh, with Luke, right. Like striking down Darth Vader, and it's him. Yeah, and so it's just like same, same kind of thing.
0: True, and I think that the the way that they went with Ray's character, I wasn't expecting. Mm-mm. I wasn't um, expecting it at all because they all of a sudden they're just like oh she's filled with anger she's filled with hate and it's just like she's been pretty serene pretty straight and narrow like there was like that moment in Last Jedi um and I only remember this because we literally were watching it right before we left where um she was looking into that hole in the ground and Luke was like you saw the dark side you didn't even you didn't even try to resist it and it's like yeah that was like that was sketchy business for sure Mm -hmm. but like beyond that she's been very much like on the straight and narrow sticking with her guns so all of a sudden them being like oh she's filled with anger she's filled with hate she's filled with rage i'm like wait a second
1: like where is this
0: coming from yeah Uh, is this
1: is this from like the unexplained years that we're not gonna get and still expanded universe yeah
0: so let's talk about this then how much time do you think has passed between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker? Just off the top of your head, spit like game, ballpark.
1: I wish that they told it in the. I wish they said something, but uh, agreed. It couldn't have been too long, because like there's there's like there's not much changes with everyone. Right. Uh,
0: so what do you think? Five years?
1: I was gonna guess. That's what I was gonna guess. Let's yeah. guess five years.
0: I was I was gonna say three to five years. Yeah. That's a good is that because like that gives everybody time to kind of get in their own respective thing. places. Like Kylo can be searching for the Sith, the not Sith holocron, but it's totally a holocron.
1: Well, it's it's a map.
0: Yeah, more, more than it's a, like,
1: but in the but shape it's shaped of exactly
0: holocron. like a holocron, and it's a Sith artifact.
1: Yeah, that was super weird.
0: Um, but at that but, you know, 3 to 5 years I think gives Kylo time to track it down throughout the galaxy to find it, Ray to get as competent with the Force as she is in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, which displaying is kind a whole of super cool displaying a whole new Force ability that I have never seen before. Uh which one? The healing. It's
1: it's it's not shown a lot.
0: Cuz uh, I've never seen it in the films.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I don't think it's ever shown in the films, but I believe it's been delved into more expanded universe, probably a lot more with Legends. Definitely.
0: There were some elements of this film that I looked at and I'm like, dude, people who are really into Legends are, are going to love this. The entire... Um, Sidious throne room deal when they did that big pan back where it showed the throne and that giant machinery kind of plugged into him I'm like that's Legends that's easily expanded universe and the the
1: clones and everything like Snoke okay so let's talk about that so
0: it's Snoke was one of the big quest another one of the big question marks coming out of uh, Force Awakens and in Last Jedi again one of the big complaints was like they just they Boba fetted Snoke they and Boba a lot of characters. A lot of characters. But Snoke specifically, with all the build-up that he had in the first film, for them to just kind of like send him out like that, uh, a lot of people were disappointed by it. Um, and then here, if you can hear that, our, uh, our Cat Babs, who likes to make regular contributions on the podcast, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> protesting us not bringing her to see Rise of Skywalker by knocking around the her her box so if you hear that just know that she is in protest but um they reveal in this film that Snoke was like some artificially grown like weird clone thing. weird like Im- I took it as like he was like an imperfect clone of Palpatine that's that's what I think as well and so like all of the that's stuff why he that looks so, he was
1: and that's why he looks so deformed
0: right because they don't know how to perfect that cloning process uh, which again felt very uh, very legends to me like I just watched a, uh, a video from uh, Mr. Sunday Movies shout out to Mr. Sunday Movies uh, where they went back through a, uh, a Star Wars comic that talked about um, the first time that the Emperor returned post Return of the Jedi and it was all clone stuff and like the imagery that was in this comic, very similar, mm. very similar to like the uh, the back to tank and like the stuff that they were used for the cloning, and just seeing like the bits and pieces of Snoke like in this tank, I was yeah, like, was Ugh. Gross.
1: I was like, it's like you had like a, a head and a torso, and then a, right? just a head,
0: and it was yeah. like, Ugh. but I think that like for me. Knowing, you know, getting that justification, whether or not this was always intended, that um, Snoke was just kind of the um, the puppet, the mm-hmm. facet of Darth Sidious to, like, impose his will on Ben Solo and the rest of the galaxy. Um, I liked that. I liked that. And yep. It made sense, and it, for me, you know, kept the focus on one villain rather than, oh... Here's another very emperor-like villain. Like, there's a reason. There's that, you know, that familiarity and that's because, and that similarity.
1: Because,
0: um, because he's a he tool. is the one behind it. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that kind of makes sense. Um, I also overall, I just liked the uh, the design of the planet. I can't remember the name. Yeah, I don't of that's, the planet. That's,
1: that's the one thing I don't remember any of the new planet names.
0: One of them was like Kamaji or Kami... Kimi- oh yeah, Kamiji. The,
1: the the Coachella
0: planet. No, I thought that
1: I'm... was I thought that was Kamaji,
0: or was that? Yeah. No, Kamiji was like the uh, was the Spice Runner planet. Oh yeah, you're right. That's right. Um, I think. Anyway, um, but yeah, Spain, in which like we hopped a lot of planets. Like, even with the very beginning. Even the, oh my god. I <laughs> just went through like five planets. Oh, like oh, okay. I loved that. That was cool. You know what it kind of reminded me of? It reminded me of that sequence in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh yeah! When uh, Rocket, Groot, and Yondu were just bouncing around through basically doing what they're doing. Like hyperspace jumping. Or skipping. Yeah. That they called it. And I kind of, you know... The image in my mind when you like call it that, just I pictured you know skipping rocks. (laughs) It's just like every single ripple is them like popping up on a new planet, and I loved the um, the kind of uh, fast and furious like pace of that. Like boom, okay, now you got to figure out where you are. Okay, get ready to jump. Boom, now you got to figure out where you are again.
1: Well, it was it was so weird. It was so cool seeing the Millennium Falcon being flown by Poe, and you could tell.
0: It was flown by Poe. Yes, because he flies so
1: differently from everybody else. Yeah, everyone... Like, generally, a lot of people fly the Falcon in a similar way. Tell me about that. What do you mean? Well, like, with with uh like watching in the in the original trilogy and force awakens everyone has like this like kind of like slow glide unless unless like of course like tie fighters and then they do all the spins and barrel rolls and stuff right and then there's paul who gets everywhere fast and like does like breaks is is one of those drivers that breaks last second
0: He's a drifter. Yeah, he's a Tokyo drifter.
1: And like, and you can, and it's just like, dude, that's exactly what he does on an X-wing, and he's trying to do it on a Falcon.
0: Yeah, he's flying, he's flying it like an X-wing, and it's just like, geez, buddy, no, you can't do that. And we, and it shows that the Falcon is not built to do that because by the time they get back to their base, they're just like, all right, ship's on fire. Yeah, like this is great. Like most of the ship is on fire. Yeah, and it's just like, and I love, I kind, I love the argument. That Poe has with Ray about it, it felt very Han and Leia to me <laughs> at the time. Where I was like, it took I like leaned back for a second. I was like, are we doing a Poe and Ray romance here, along with all the other triangles she's in at this Rey,
1: point? Ray is not in a triangle. I feel like Ray she's is in a in hexagon. So, yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> like, she's just in some weird. So many people are in love with her,
0: like some sort of polyhedron. Yeah um but no i thought it was really interesting that um they gave uh poe ray and finn a lot more time together yes which i yeah which everybody has been saying has been a really big problem in this sequel trilogy because like in the original trilogy it was like our our core group Han, Le and Luke spent so much time together.
1: I think yeah, and the only time they were really separate was only Luke
0: and right and- in Empire. Yeah, and that gave you time to get the team dynamic. That gave you time to get invested in their relationships and their conversations, their conflicts with each other, and even though I was really happy. To finally get those moments, some of them felt um, crammed in, and I think that's just because we haven't gotten enough time with all of them together throughout the rest of the trilogy.
1: Yeah, that's true. But there was also moments where, like, uh, like there was a moment between Poe and Lando
0: uh-huh. uh,
1: of just like because like they were all separated, they were like and like they were struggling. Right. And it's just like I don't know what to do. I'm having struggles, and it's just like we we succeeded because we were together yeah and it's just like when they finally got together it was just like finally things were going their way
0: right and i mean if retroactively that's like the explanation it's like that's why all this bad stuff happened throughout this trilogy is because they were separated the whole time I i can i can get on board with that yeah but in that same moment like I wish that Ray had the kind of chemistry with Finn and Poe that Finn and Poe have with each other because yeah. their chemistry is off the charts. Yes, they
1: work very well together.
0: So well. I mean, even the, f- the very first scene where they're playing um, hollow chess with Chewie, like their banter <laughs> back and forth. Um, I love the moment where they're just like, you know, I, I want you, I want you, t- you know, I want you in command with me. He's like, all right, cool, thanks, commander, commander, like <laughs> general, general, yeah, just like they're... very doctor, doctor, yes. And I loved all of their stuff together, and I just wish that they had had that kind of um, chemistry with Ray because the amount of time that she spent on her own or with members of the original trilogy, I think that could have that time could have been served with her um, spending time with her own trio because every. I think every trilogy has been represented by their trios.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, the
0: original trilogy had Hanley and Luke. The prequel trilogy had Anakin, Padme and Obi-Wan. And then this trilogy was supposed to be Ray Finn, and Poe. And a lot of times it felt like the Finn and Poe show with uh, Ray just kind of running around, you yeah, know. Guest starring Ray. Guest starring that wacky neighbor from down the down the hall, Ray. But mostly Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, oh my God, Chewie. Chewie had all the feels. God, this was an emotional roller coaster for Chewie fans. Oh my God. There, <laughs> there was a good, there was a solid, like, I would say five. It might not have been that long, but it was a solid five minutes where I was like, they killed Chewie.
1: And we're just trying to get over his death. Yeah, and they, just they like, blew up. How they are they going to get
0: through this? Yeah, they blew up supposedly they blew up the transport that he was being carried on. Ray showing off Force Lightning, which was the first time that I saw that I can think of in the movies of anyone besides the Emperor using Force Lightning. Well, Snoke used it. Did he? I, th- I thought he did. I don't remember him using Force Lightning. I could swore he did. I remember him, like, immobilizing Ray and using the Force to, like, move her back and forth. But I don't I mean, remember I, d- her. I
1: don't think it was towards Ray. I think it might have been towards Kylo. I don't remember him using lightning towards. Kylo. A- anyway. Anyway, but this, uh, this is not about Last Jedi. Right, this is about. Her. <laughs> but
0: but no, like seeing Ray like bust out Force lightning, like when she's trying to pull the transport away from uh, Kylo. I was like, holy shit! And immediately, I'm just like, oh, Palpatine, and. uh did not like that because again like like you said at a certain point like I got kind of subscribed to the idea that yeah she might be an imperfect clone of Palpatine and I ugh when that when that shuttle exploded my I just covered my mouth I was in shock Same. the entire like theater like the air went out of the room and it was like what just happened
1: like that—that that is like—it was so sudden and just feel like oh my god, like that's 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 how he
0: goes. Yeah, and I w- and I got mad. I oh, got mad. I got like, real mad. Oh, so it's like I was like, like why wh- are you why are you killing off all the original trilogy people? Like, um, I just I got real mad because I knew at some point that Leia was going too. So I'm like, you're just wiping the slate clean. Like, what the, what are you doing? Like, all that's left is gonna be Lando. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when's he going <laughs> yeah and i was just like i can't believe you're doing this i will say there were moments i think for the first hour i wasn't sure if i was gonna like this film mm. for the first hour like there were things that i definitely did like like the the opening um hyperspace skip sequence like i loved thought that was fantastic but there were certain things like the pacing felt rushed to me because I felt like, like you said, they were trying to introduce a lot of characters and they were trying to introduce a lot of themes like really quickly and we just kept jumping from planet to planet to planet to planet and I'm like, well, guys, like, let's slow down for a second because, like, one of the best things about um, Last Jedi, I know we keep bringing it up but we said we weren't going to talk about it. Um, (laughs) One of the best things about Last Jedi was that they spent so much time with Rey and Luke on that planet And that they spent so much time with um, Poe on the ship trying to, like, yeah, Poe and Leia trying to kind of maneuver, you know, their political stuff going on. Like, it gives you, okay, these are your set pieces. Now we have time to focus on the characters. And with us jumping from planet to planet to planet, from set piece to set piece to set piece, uh, we didn't get a whole lot of time to, like, like, there's there's a moment, I, I would say like an hour in, where I was like, guys, let's hold, hold on for a second. Like, I want to know what everyone's feeling about this can, before can, we just jump we, can to can the we next just process minute.
1: what's going on right
0: now? Yeah, like the moment where um, after uh, Rey defeats Kylo in their duel, also after Leia passes away, um, where Kylo is just like standing on the wreckage of the Death Star. Loved that scene. Loved that scene because it gave us time to breathe and be like, "How's Kylo feeling about all this?
1: <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing,
0: buddy?" Yeah, <laughs> and it's like even though I felt the uh, the turn was a little um, abrupt, I wish we had gotten more like time in this film because mm-hmm. we got plenty of clues that he might turn in again. The Last Jedi, but like here immediately like he's just wasting dudes like from from the opening oh, of the yeah, film yeah, from the and, it, and as badass as that was i'm like okay so he's back to force awakens kylo where he's just ripping through people especially because he got his helmet back he's flanked by the knights of red like, like it felt he's like in, a re- he's in full gear yeah it felt like a return to vader form for him and so him like going hardcore that way and then coming all the way back to the light felt jarring.
1: Yeah, well and I I feel like I feel like Kylo's turn to the dark side is jarring in itself.
0: Right. And we don't well, like, know through, exactly through- how that was done.
1: Yeah, and like all, all like all three
0: movies, it's been he's been very back and forth. Yes.
1: And uh, I guess like I guess this one, it's finally the tipping scale finally
0: tipped over to the light side. Right, with the passing of his mom and the conversation he has with Han Solo, who is back. Yeah. And it's like
1: like not as a force ghost, which but is as a memory.
0: As a memory version of him, which first of all, cool. But second of all, how did they ever convince Harrison Ford to come back for this? Yeah, because also, because I
1: he thought, wanted to first die Awakens, he so
0: bad. That they killed him off in the first movie of this trilogy so that he couldn't be a mentor character for the rest of it. But and they then still ends up as a brought mentor him, anyway. They still brought him back. And so I I felt a little weird about that. Um, and then also we'll just talk about it here um leia the use of leia here i thought was uh they tried they did the best that they could mm-hmm. but there was a lot of times where i felt like pulled out of the scene because you could see exactly how she was like cgi'd in. in yeah And uh, how some of her dialogue and her reactions didn't exactly match up to the conversation or the scene or the context. Um, But again, like, they had a role for her. They knew that they had to accomplish this role. And they they did the best they could with it. They did the best they could. And I
1: felt it was, for the most
0: part, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's not perfect, but it was good. Right, and I think that... When it comes to again what they were trying to accomplish with her, um, knowing what what kind of had to be done, it makes sense what they did. Uh, but I'm hoping that uh, as time passes, will the or i guess upon further viewings um i'll be able to kind of like gloss over how like cgi'd in she looks and just kind of focus on the scenes Mm -hmm. because it felt like yeah it kind of pulled me out for a second whenever i'd see her and i'm like i don't know yeah it's like
1: it's like i would notice it and pull me out for a bit and then like i'm trying to like get myself back in
0: right but speaking of uh speaking of kylo i thought he was fantastic yeah in this film um abrupt you know light side turn aside in my opinion again but um i think he's definitely i mean honestly he's definitely one of the strongest characters in this entire uh in this entire trilogy if not the entire franchise like mm-hmm. his his whole journey i thought was really well done it's it's so weird
1: like for for me watching it seems like he, there's such a heart I don't know if it's because of his family his is like I feel like for some reason like all three movies it seems like he has a huge connection to his dad. Right. And and like i like i guess he's just been that more,
0: like it's weird that han solo out of all people yeah. is kylo ren's moral compass yeah and is the reason that he goes like i'm sure i i'm not gonna say this with 100 percent certainty but i'm sure that that scene was probably supposed to be leia's
1: well, and I, I feel like I feel like that's why Snoke and, or the Emperor or whoever was influencing him. I think that's why they had to, like he had to kill Han, because Han was that moral compass, like that. That's like, fair. That kept Kylo grounded. Yeah, but killing him didn't
0: do it. Right. It didn't work. It and just so, made it more conflicted.
1: Yeah, and it was interesting that like. Because, like, we we have all these characters of these good characters that right. are being turned bad. And it, it's interesting to see this character who's, like, for the most part, like, always drawn to the good side. Right. But he's trying to convince himself he's a part of the bad side. And it's just, like, really weird dynamic. And, like, that shows, like, it, like with you, like, a weird but strange but strong character. And it's just, yeah. like, very like one one of the most interesting characters and it's like very Absolutely. weird.
0: Well and it's you know, we always make the comparison and it's the comparisons made throughout the films as well. Um it's very Vader like the journey that he goes on going back from the dark to the light and making that decision to ultimately sacrifice himself to save, you know, the people he loves. And I I think that his the usage of him, especially in the latter half of the film, is so well done. The duel mm. that he has with Ray is great. I was I was kind of hoping, and you can tell that he's more refined now. You can tell that he's more focused because he's not doing his like just. Oh, I'm gonna make these cool moves. Yeah, he's not doing his, like, his, like, wide stance, like, single, like, hand, just, like, waving things around. Like, he's just, like... i want to be cool, like my grandpa Paul. But, like, totally not. And just, like, waving it around, like, a big-ass, like, flag or, you know, like a broadsword. Because broadswords are meant to be two-handed, and he's trying to do it with a one-hander. But, like, he's very some of the moves that he pulled off like you saw it in the opening where he would like use the um exhaust ports as their own weapon as like a like a little dagger that he'd like shiv with somebody and like he repeated that with his duel with ray and he beats her like he absolutely like people complained all the time after uh, Force Awakens like oh how did Rey beat him in a duel he got the receipt on that for this it's one it's like
1: oh oh you you thought
0: <laughs> you thought you could beat me again chuckmate <laughs> like he like he <laughs> redeemed himself in that one where he just overpowered her like she had nothing and the only reason that he didn't i mean we kind of got the sense that he wasn't going to strike her down regardless because he yeah. hesitated. Yeah. But then he gets that vision from Leia and he immediately just loses focus, drops the lightsaber, and uh Ray runs him through. I thought he was done. Yeah. For also, a second I, know, I was is like this how, is this how he goes? Whoa. Cause <laughs> all of the trailers that we saw with Rey, you know, standing in front of the uh, in front of the throne, essentially, as we assume, confronting the Emperor, he was nowhere to be seen. Yep. And I mean, now we know the context of that, but like, I went with that thought in mind into this scene where I was like, "Oh my God, are they killing him here? Like, really?
1: Like, yeah, this here? Is, like, this is a weird spot."
0: Yeah, I thought the exact same thing, and so, um. Getting that moment where Rey again shows off her new Force power, where she heals him, um, that eventually we find out becoming like the connection that keeps them bonded, both physically and through the Force. Uh, I thought was really well done. Mm-hmm. And, I-, I agree. And again, it it does what I think every Star Wars film should do, and that's expand on our understanding of the Force
1: and when in, in like it's weird how ray and kylo kind of like the force connection's kind of similar to how luke and vader were towards the end of empire and throughout return of the jedi right they had they, they they kind of have not as strong a link but they do have like yeah. that similar kind of yeah
0: look. there are moments where it's like they can feel each other across the force um so i i think that's a great shout great pull um <laughs> trying to think what else what else goes on here oh so um one of the characters because i mentioned it before that there was a character that i don't think needed to be in the film and that is the uh ex-stormtrooper new uh newly cavalry riding on space horses um new character i don't remember her name
1: I, I don't remember her name
0: either and I feel really bad I really
1: I thought I thought you're gonna say the the spice Runner
0: I actually liked her
1: I know like I I like well I guess because the dynamic with her and Poe is pretty great so that makes sense
0: so yeah yeah and it expands on Poe's um, story Po's which past. I have I have made it very clear that Poe is probably my favorite favorite character out of the sequel trilogy. Um, so getting more Poe was thumbs up. Like, I'm all in on that. He, he, oh He's so good. He He's great. He's so good. And getting some more backstory, is was like, oh, you were a spice runner before you left to go... You know, join the resistance. Oh, okay.
1: I, I love his whole conversation with Finn of just, like, you used to be, you used to be a spider Oh,
0: you used to be a Stormtrooper. You were, you were, like, a, a scavenger. A scavenger. Yeah. Okay, can we move on? Jana. Jana was the name of the, uh, also former Stormtrooper who joins up and is kind of a kindred spirit for Finn. Um, but for me, like, as good as she is, and great actress, great role, um, i don't think we needed her character because she kind of recycled a lot of the same stuff that finn did yeah like that journey and it was like cool you found other people like that was the point of her character was to show that his choice wasn't in vain that other people were making the same choice but like at the same time you could have taken that out given him more time with you know Ray or Finn or Rose. Oh, Rose who is criminally underserved in this film. Yeah. Um I mentioned as we we're heading out of the theater I was like I would have been totally okay with after this time jump like her and Finn were together.
1: Like yeah, as like,
0: weird and forced as it felt in last Jedi like
1: it's like the, what can
0: happen yeah, in 2 like, to 3 Finn, to 5 years. Finn
1: may be against it at first. Like and that's perfectly fine. Yeah.
0: But I mean, like after a time, you know, if they grow closer and stuff, cool. Han and Leia did the exact same thing, so I I was a little disappointed that she didn't really get anything to do. Yeah, she and was,
1: that, and like they could have done that instead of Finn being
0: so stupidly, weirdly obsessed with Ray. With Ray. Now we we here at Geek's Point have uh, <laughs> talked about how Finn. Um, I think the original plan was for Finn to end up with Ray. But oh, and it didn't and then and, I, and then
1: whole new ship came sailing in. A whole new ship, whole came, new sailing ship came
0: sailing in with black sails black. through <laughs> you know cannons ready and that ship was Raylo. Raylo. Jesse's favorite pairing in all of fandom. <laughs> He made that exact sound, except louder and more exasperated when they kissed, and it was incredible. Man, I was so pissed. Yeah. I, but, as a Raylo hater, you got the payoff for it right away. They got that kiss, it, and then he was gone. And then he, w-
1: and, and then he did what we thought was going to happen to Rose in Last Jedi.
0: <laughs> correct. Yes, correct kissed him then died yes um i was also kind of disappointed that uh that he didn't show up as a force ghost with I, luke and leia I as he he's a skywalker i wanted so bad
1: lead. for that force ghost lineup like we had on the force Moon of endor
0: everybody
1: yup nub. <laughs> My maybe my is the song because we because we weren't on the do you because ever. we weren't on the Force Moon of Endor, so it wouldn't make sense. All right, all right. That's the let only the, I'll reason. Let it slide. Whatever planet they're on, I wanted that Force Ghost lineup. I'll let it slide. But let's because let's, I want to
0: see Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yes. Well, let's and let's Elon talk about that, that great that great moment the be with me moment where she where ray basically reaches out and is finally able to connect with every other jedi gosh i was across trying to
1: the catch, entire series i was trying to catch every single voice and there was like there's a there was lot Mace, of them i missed Windu,
0: there was qui-gon and um, good old Hayden Christensen, good Anakin. old Hayden Christensen, and who, when he, who, when sounded, he said,
1: who sounded like Clone Wars Anakin, he did, which was yes, really did cool,
0: very like Matt Lanter, which I think speaks to how influential that show was on the character. Uh, but I love made Anakin a better character because he, he was the one who basically said like, "Oh, you could bring balance to the Force like I did," or like whatever, and I was like, oh, "Okay." and then like yes yes anakin
1: she sure yeah, can. yeah but like
0: we went across the entire pantheon of popular jedi we got uh ahsoka was in there i definitely heard ahsoka and i'm pretty sure i'm like 90 percent sure i heard kanan jarrus I, one of the greatest jedi to ever live oh, i love that man um thank you freddie prince jr for bringing that beautiful you, character freddie, to life thank you freddie prince jr our lord and savior freddie prince jr <laughs> Um, We know he listens to the podcast, so shout out to him. Uh, But I really, I dug that. Like, when they set up this idea that every time a Sith kills his master, he is then basically Sith-Avatard into... Yeah, um, which is kind of scary. Yeah, like, he now has the knowledge base and the power of every other Sith that's come before him. Which makes sense when you're taking into account the idea of the rule of two. Yeah. (laughs) and this idea of the rule of 2 is because the sith's role or the sith apprentice's role is to eventually take take down the masters so that he can take on his connection to the rest of the sith line
1: yeah it yeah it makes it makes the rule of 2 make a lot more sense
0: and i think with um and there were lots, and I mean lots, of Avatar The Last Airbender references I hear, I think here, probably <laughs> unintentionally, but like, the opening scene with Ray, where Ray's like, st- like, floating there in space, like, rocks going around, and I was like, oh, she's an Earthbender. Oh, I'm it's like, the
1: Avatar. I'm like, okay, where are the, where, are the other, where the other, I wanted the comment, but I was like, nope, I'm gonna watch the movie. Earth, I'm water, like, where's the other, wizard? Fire. The,
0: the Force. Was like, Long where, ago, the galaxies <laughs> lived in harmony. But everything the changed t- when the Empire attacked. <laughs> the only one who could stand against him—or no—but everything changed when the First Order attacked. Only Luke Skywalker, the the last Jedi, had the power to stop them. But when we needed him most, <gasps> he vanished.
1: vanished. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's so good!
0: Sequel trilogy is after the last Airbender confirmed. <laughs> I'll be awaiting your tweet, J.J. Abrams
1: Oh my gosh, Kylo Zuko
0: He's, He totally is what And Finn he... is Sokka okay. Because of oh course Finn gosh. is Sokka
1: he would, he would fall in love with the moon Yes
0: <laughs> And he does Because Rey will never let him hit that Ever
1: <laughs>
0: We have made connections here there has been an awakening. <laughs> Have uh, you felt it? <laughs> but no, I, I honestly like the more we talk about it, I think the more I like it. Um, because there was a good, I was like a solid first hour where I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. I don't know if I'm gonna, cause again, with all the like, all the hype and then all the hate and all the first, uh, um, first reactions to it and everything i wasn't sure how i was going to feel about the film overall but i think overall it's a it's it's a good star wars film man it yeah. really it does what it needs to do and Every, everything that you need in a star war it is it is in there it is you got, yeah it is very star war you got light side you got dark side you got lightsabers you got blaster fire you got ship battles you got good versus evil you got new aliens and droids you got the emperor like, who has now essentially been the villain for the entire saga? Oh, weird. Technically, yeah. Weird. Going from the prequels through the original trilogy okay, until Okay, so, now. so
1: who, which characters has revived the all nine movies? We have... R- R2 and 3PO. R2 and 3PO.
0: Chewbacca. He wasn't in... He wasn't in... Phantom in- Menace and... He was in episode three. Clones. Yeah, but we don't know what his deal was or how Wookie's age. But technically he's alive at that time. But we don't know that because we don't know how old Chewbacca is.
1: Uh we we know it in uh, solo. Solo they they, they say, he say? He, they say his age. Really? He's, he's like a hundred and fifty uh, uh I, during I, solo?
0: I glossed over solo. Huh? I glossed over solo. We've talked about this before. We uh, talked about this on this week's podcast actually. <laughs> no, but yeah, you, you're you're right. I think I do remember him yeah, talking so, about so that. so so like
1: we we do have ancient. So he's alive, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's in in episode three.
0: He's full yeah, grown, he's, he's definitely a, he's, in he's episode three a, full, for sure no,
1: as a full grown adult.
0: Yes. So so he. But I mean, so is Anakin. And Anakin.
1: But Anakin died in six.
0: No, but I'm saying Anakin was a full-grown adult in episode three as well, but his aging was all over the fucking place. Well, uh, aging is a lot different than
1: maturity.
0: <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know those things. Um, so we have Chewbacca. We have the Emperor now. We have uh, R2, and R2 and 3PO. And 3PO. So that's four. I think that's it.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, I I think runner-ups are like Yoda. For, cause he, cause for he six, six here in all of them, Yoda and Anakin,
0: yeah, because they, they both are in six movies, right? I guess that's fair. Yeah, that's interesting to me. Like, really, like the Emperor being truly the overarching villain for the entire saga. That's wild is wild, and it's like it's like Kingdom Hearts. It's like fucking like being like the guy for the entire. 35 games in that series <laughs> like it's it's interesting and i think it's um surprising mm-hmm. it's a surprise a welcome one to be sure like i i actually really dug the emperor here yeah i liked him being on his like life support machine yeah. thing it's just the right amount of like super freaking creepy. And looking really like dark neo gothic. Absolutely. Um, And him, you know, trying to tempt his granddaughter to the dark side to join him and fulfill her legacy, and
1: he's just always wanting someone to strike him down. He's trying so hard. He's like,
0: please kill, (laughs) please kill me. Do it and do it. and,
1: And every time he does it, he always has some sort of window showing the good guys losing.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. He's like, oh, just look at this window. Look at the windows.
1: Look I, at your
0: friends dying. You're pit a pitiful band of rebellion. But you can save them. <laughs> All you have to do is strike kill me, me down with your hatred. Your to the dark side will be complete. Oh, my God. He just, he just wants everybody to kill him. Oh, my God. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Come on. Hit me. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but I, let, let's talk about, as we're wrapping up here, let's talk about um, that last, we'll say like that last half hour um, on the planet. Really like in that final confrontation, uh, Rey is trying to be, is being tempted by Palpatine. Uh, incredible ship battles going on. Oh, man, very, very good so stuff. cool. And then Ben Solo, not Kylo Ren. Ben Solo shows up. And in, he is in just
1: a, in a shirt and pants. In a shirt
0: and pants, <laughs> just like his dad, just like running in there, um, and he almost makes it to Ray, but then he's cornered and confronted by the Knights yes. of Ren, and he is surrounded. And as soon as he gets surrounded, I'm like, he's only got a blaster, guys, because he throws his lightsaber into the oceans of. Endor?
1: Yeah, like actual planet indoor. Yeah, that's not, That's like not even the forest moon of
0: Endor. Yeah, just again crazy. So many planets. So less Yubnub. Less Yubnub. <laughs> less Yub, more nub. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I really, really dug this sequence where it's like it looks like Ray's gonna strike Palpatine down and take on all of the. Um, the av- the avatar spirit of the Sith, and uh, Ben gets his ass kicked by the Knights of Ren, and he's you know surrounded by them, and all of a sudden we get that nice moment where Rey like reaches back with the lightsaber, and they nod to each other, and I'm then I'm like why is
1: she do it? Oh, and my then she brings
0: her hand back and it's empty, and Kylo reaches up and he's got the lightsaber. I'm like <gasps> that's his grandfather's lightsaber, like. Oh man, was that great! He gets to have his Anakin moment. He finally gets to throw down with the lightsaber that is his birthright, and he just wrecks shop. Absolutely wrecks shop. Yeah,
1: because like he was, he was
0: like he was doing all
1: right at first, and then like they just surrounded him and pelted him.
0: Very quick order. Very
1: quick first order.
0: Very quick final order.
1: Oh, you're right.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, and then him just like just whooping ass was so good. Um, I again, I really dug the uh, the ship battles against the Final Order fleet like our ragtag it's that it's the classic you know star wars flavor it's what makes star wars work is this you know ragtag group of individuals trying to fight an empire and it really felt like the might of the empire it's all of these planet killing destroyers yeah and it's like at the same time, Rey is now like trying to defend herself with Leia's lightsaber. Okay, so mm. Leia having a lightsaber—so good. That was so cool.
1: And so it's just like, wow. So she did like she did have Jedi training, and so it's like it—it it was a thing, and she yeah. had her own lightsaber. Uh-huh. But then she gave up the lightsaber for someone else, and I'm like, and I
0: thought it was really interesting that they decided to um, insert. A, uh, a Battlefront Two cutscene showing that flashback between Luke and Leia,
1: because <laughs> Battlefront Two,
0: <laughs> because, that, because that, oh the graphics. because that <laughs> the, the CGI was incredible <laughs> PS4 graphics. Um, <laughs> Luke looked okay. Yeah, well, because Luke, I feel like Luke's scene was more brief. Well, I think also because they had moment of silence but they had like the actual person there yeah. 2d age while leia's was all ps4 like jedi fallen order graphics yeah. which is great it's a great game you should play it but um yeah i thought that was really odd but loved that they finally gave her a lightsaber I thought it was really really well done yeah no, a beautiful design too beautiful design very Obi-Wan Kenobi I thought yeah. in it's design or um, or also like Luke's uh, second lightsaber Uh, yeah it's kind of thin neck but it's very um, very utilitarian there's not a whole lot of like greeblies on there or anything like that so I liked it very it, an, it, an elegant it, it, weapon for more civilized age. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so it's it's really cool how like she she just decided that like that life
0: wasn't for her. Yep. She and, gave it up.
1: And that's like a like a very interesting, and very cool decision to be done by Leia. And and like man, I just like I don't know, like what they
0: did with Leia's character after the fact in that way too
1: well like in 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 the sequel and throughout this sequel trilogy i feel like like the growth of leia's character was so cool like i i like especially in this movie they filled in a
0: lot of the blanks that a lot of it answered a lot of the questions that people had about her afterwards,
1: and um, um, like that's one of the bows I actually am pretty happy with. Yeah, like, like I was very happy with what they developed with Leia's character. Um, Agree, as so cool. Like, right. I, I appreciate Leia even more than I already did. Right, and it's just like it just makes her even more cool than she yeah. already was. <laughs> and the only thing
0: for me is like that makes me even like I guess sadder that um, Carrie Fisher wasn't able to finish out that arc for that character yeah um but the character lives on the legacy lives on um much like the skywalker name yep because after um everything wraps up they're able to destroy the final order fleet uh ray is able to defeat uh, uh the emperor at the cost of her life Ben runs up, sacrifices his life for hers, and we get official Raylo canon confirmation. Um, And then Ben just kind of, you know, force ghosts out of there just easily, yeah. Like just passes on. um, And and what's
1: weird is that uh, Leia's body passes on the same way at the same time as Kylo,
0: which I think is interesting.
1: Yeah, like hers didn't go away as soon as she passed. Right. Which like that's like I wonder why that's like because usually
0: usually when Jedi pass they just like just then they're gone. Yeah, or they get shot out of windows after being electrocuted by Palpatine and having their arm cut off by Darth
1: Vader. I still think it's head can mm-hmm. my head is that he survived that incident because if if Anakin can jump off a speeder. <laughs> and land so many stories below yes. and be fine, I feel like Mace could do the same.
0: He's still alive. Mace would do a Star Wars story. But not before our good friend. Not before our good friend the Pod Racer. <sighs> good old Annie. <laughs> um but yeah, so after all that all after all that get wrapped gets wrapped up, we get that we get that great scene that very um I very much I think echoes the uh the Yub-Nub scene where all of the resistance is like embracing each other.
1: Oh, and do you see on on your favorite planet, uh the force moon Vendor
0: Nub. I feel like,
1: like I would be shocked if it wasn't Warwick Davis reprising his role as wicket. Again. I
0: hope so. Because that like was because because that like that
1: looked like Wicked
0: sure fr- sure freaking did like and it getting all of the shots from throughout the galaxy,
1: you know, so seeing cool.
0: Cloud City yeah I'm like stay classy so- Cloud City yeah <laughs> seeing Jakku again like yeah. all of that going back and then having our three leads you know embrace each other, throughout you know right in the middle of all the celebration I thought was really well done did too. Did you see
1: the Holdo mo- maneuver on on Force of Endor? No. If you look over it like through the the uh the Ewoks are looking over and there's a sh- there's a Star Destroyer that's split in half exactly how we saw Ooh. in Last Jedi with the holdo maneuver. That's awesome. And, and they just, mention
0: it here. And, and yeah. I, and I love that too. They're just like, Oh, we gotta do some holdo maneuvers. They're like, <laughs> dude, that was a one in a million thing. Like that was there was no guarantee that was gonna work. Um which I think is A great, great line. Um and then we also uh Chewbacca, who has gone through friggin' hell and back throughout this entire saga, finally gets his medal. Yeah, the medal that he was deprived of of from episode four that he always should have had, and I mean I guess technically it could have been taken from Han or Luke at this point but but did you see who was holding it before no
1: did you see when uh she was passing what she was holding no Leia was holding the medal as she passed was she yep I didn't see that that's when I first noticed it I first noticed the medal well I think I said I I probably didn't say it loud enough for you to hear me but like as she was lying down she was holding the medal of Yavin in her Uh. hands oh the medal of Yavin
0: okay and and then sure enough it
1: comes back and it's in Chewie's hands it's like oh, leo final- finally gave Chewie the medal of yeah, yavin
0: finally gets his medal 20 years later
1: even though apparently in the comic books he supposedly got it but like this now, our now on screen now, now it's on screen official Yes, he has his medal. Yeah. and so it's it's kind of nice and that he's, it's yeah. mo- it's movie official instead uh-huh. of having to relate Agreed. to the expanded universe. Which is, and nice. he is,
0: he has gone through hell and back. So, okay. uh, here's here's to you, Chewie. You you beautiful son of a bitch. <laughs> Um,
1: but I, after, okay, with all the the kisses and everything going on, I thought Maz and Chewie were gonna—they oh, were gonna make out. They, I, was, they, I was like, I was like, oh no, this is this like I thought I wasn't ready for Raylo. I would oh, have not been ready for that.
0: They knocked, they knocked one out off screen for sure. Afterwards, endorphins are at an all-time high. Everyone's just like, let's just get this on. And I think it was pretty well uh, well established in Force Awakens that she has a definite interest in. Chewbacca.
1: She has an interest in a lot of people.
0: A lot of people, especially that ma- the Master Codebreaker. Moscana gets around. <laughs> but anyway, um, after all this, we see uh, Ray return to a very familiar setting. It was the setting where everything really began. Yep. Back in 1977, uh, oh, Tatooine, the Lars home, the Lars homestead, uh, the moisture farm, which has been sand duned over for most yeah. of it. It was, it was, And it was a great little touch that she sledded down into the homestead, yeah. just like she like, did the little sled down from the Star Destroyer in, uh, in Force, Force Awakens, really so it it like, bringing her full circle.
1: Yeah, it was It was the beginning of both her story and the whole story in general, and yeah. that was really
0: cool. Yeah, bringing both her story as well as the saga story for full circle, and she buries both uh, Luke and Leia's lightsab- lightsabers and uh, shows off... A brand new lightsaber.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk about it. Okay. Just real quick.
1: Uh, it's it's it has such a tiny hilt. Like, well, I mean, like like I mean it,
0: Daisy Ridley isn't an especially large human. Well,
1: even 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 oh. Leia's even Leia's lightsaber had about the same length length of an average lightsaber. Fair. Like like usually lightsabers have the same like an average length. And right. it's like it's like like one one, like two hands maybe one and a half hands long. Right. And that one felt like it was only like one one hand long. Yeah. And it was very weird. It looked like it could it could be double bladed, because it had matching ends. But we don't we don't see the other end, so it could possibly still be just single bladed.
0: Right. But there's one other unique unique thing about this i have hiccups now um there's one other unique thing about the lightsaber and that is that it has a yellow blade what'd you think about that
1: i I thought that was an interesting pick and like uh at first i was like why didn't they let her have white but then again looking back in what the the current disney canon uh it wouldn't make sense for her to have a white lightsaber because usually white lightsabers come from uh purified uh red, light red lightsabers, right. And so it's like why why would she pick that? Yeah. When she could have her own. And so I felt it was better that she had the yellow lightsaber and like is like over thinking it over. I'm like yeah, it's probably better that they picked that color.
0: Yeah. Rather than blue or green
1: because like Agreed. she's 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 something new.
0: Right. Essentially the Jedi and Sith are Relatively done now, and so uh, Ray now has a choice to make on where she goes next, and you know she's kind of uh, uh, she meets meets this old woman outside of the Lars homestead after burying both uh, Luke and Leia's lightsabers, and the woman's just like, you know, who are you? And she's like, my name's Ray. She's like, Ray who? And she looks over, and we see the Force ghosts of Luke. Luke and Leia where oh. we would have loved to see everybody else. Just if we had just seen Luke, Leia, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Yoda. No, I I don't need all of them. What what do you mean? I I I, I just need Luke, Leia and Han, maybe Ben in I, place of Han. Yeah, just Obi- because Obi- we we needed the Skywalker solo family.
1: But yeah, I do, I don't think you would see Han, but yes, I agreed.
0: But yeah, seeing everybody else if I would have been really Really cool, but then you know, Ray finally takes on the name. She's like, I'm Ray Skywalker, leaving behind the Palpatine, you know, lineage and becoming something new. And I really, really,
1: yes, you They're go, Ray, like, yeah, the rise
0: of Skywalker.
1: You don't have to be a blood Skywalker to be a Skywalker.
0: Boom! <laughs> so, um, yeah, overall, uh, I thought the film was really good. I'm definitely gonna see it again for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually seeing it tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> Aren't you driving tomorrow? Yep. All right. So, yep. um, so uh, tomorrow's
1: going to be a fun day.
0: Oh, yeah. So and we're we're at right around two thirty here now. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> it's been a very long night. It's great talking to you about this. I'm oh, glad man. that we got to watch this together. It's fantastic. It's an end of era, end of an era. End of a saga. Yeah, it's the the Skywalker saga movie wise <laughs> Is is done. So for this this film specifically, Rise of Skywalker, how many Yavin medals out of five would you give this film? Ooh. Uh
1: I feel like I'd give it somewhere between four and four and a half medals. Fair. Four, four and a half medals. Because like overall, very good movie. And I I enjoyed it a lot, uh, but there's always those weird, strange problems yeah. with the with the that the sequels seem to have. Right. But like I feel like a lot of Star Wars movies have issues. Absolutely. In, include and yes, that includes the original trilogy.
0: It includes Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah. 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 And so and so it's just like. Yeah, it just makes it another Star Wars movie, right? And so
0: it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but you know, sometimes you just need you need something that represents all of Star, all of something when it's concluding it. Um, I myself would personally give it a uh, I, w- I would give it four medals of Yavin out of five. Um, I think overall... You're, like you you're said, a solid four? Solid four, I think. And I think it was a solid movie. Uh, like I said, there were definite problems. It wasn't a perfect film. But as a conclusion for a story that God, spans 40 years now? Uh, 77, 77. Yeah. yeah. Over 40 years now. Like, it's... It's... It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So... I would I would definitely recommend you see this film. Um definitely. I'm hoping if you listen to this all the way through you've already seen it and we haven't just spoiled it for you because yeah. there are definitely <laughs> things that we didn't get time to touch on. But um I would see I would say definitely go see this film. I'm definitely going to see this film again. Jesse's actually going to see this within the next 24 hours. Yep. So um within the next uh hold on. What
1: time is it's two thirty. 30 right now so within the next uh seven or eight hours
0: oh great yep so <laughs> and then you're gonna drive down to arizona yep great it's gonna be fun. awesome so
1: <laughs> i'm gonna be listening to podcasts or making a phone call to my mom to keep me awake
0: <laughs> well you got a four-hour podcast to keep you awake um no, but I, I would. I'm really glad that we got to see the film, and I'm glad that we got to sit down and kind of talk about it. <sighs> Me too. Um, this has been uh, your Geek'splain Extra review for uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Uh, look forward to our next main episode of explained next wednesday our very first christmas episode uh look forward to that it won't be the holiday special i'm going to spoil that right now the holiday special bring it to me life day <laughs> uh we've been talking about life day all day today it's just it's awful um but to- <laughs> you have a merry life day <laughs> um, so uh Tune in next week for our next full episode of the podcast. Uh, but for now, for Geek Splane, this is Eric Kazana. And this is Jesse. And you will listen to the next podcast. <laughs> and we will see you next time. a lot of letters to you I know I've been <laughs> watching all of them I don't know why we're the same age as force ghosts but <laughs> maybe it's balance maybe it's preference <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline <laughs>